Dynamic blessings. Welcome to another episode of How You Can Too with your host, your boy, Alvy Daniel Thompson Jr., aka Mr. You Can Too. I appreciate you tapping in with me today. A special day, my 34th birthday. And in this episode, I want to share with you 34 life lessons that I've learned over my 34 years. And hopefully, they can be used to help you in an aspect of your life that you're seeking to improve. If you you enjoy this episode, please share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. It would mean the world to me if you leave a five-star rating and a review of the show. I honor you, I appreciate you, and as always, you can too. Enjoy the show. Dynamic blessings. Let me start off by saying thank you for all of the birthday wishes. I can't believe I'm 34 years old. Already seems like just yesterday that I was just a young boy just trying to make it in these streets. And at the end of the day, still just a young dude trying to make it out here. But what I wanted to do here was provide 34 lessons that I've learned in my 34 years of life so far. My goal is that at least one of these lessons will resonate with you and help you in your journey going forward. Lesson one. And again, these aren't in any particular order of importance. It's just how they came up to me as I was reflecting. So number one, have a dream. It is so important that you have something big enough within you that you want to strive for. You have a big enough life goal or you have big enough life goals that you have to go after. When you have this big dream, this is what allows you to have a North Star and something to follow with each and every decision that you make. So first thing that you want to do is make sure you have a big dream that excites you and motivates you each and every day of your life. Number two is that life is now. Literally, the big problem that I see is that it can be so easy for me to think far off into the future of what I want to accomplish 10 years from now, five years from now, even one year from now, when in reality, tomorrow is not guaranteed. So let me make sure that I do each and everything that I can day in and day out to make sure that I'm being present and understanding that my life is right this moment. So it's great to have goals and things to strive for. But ultimately, for me, it's understanding that in order to get there, I got to focus on right here, right now, because that's all that I have. And that's all that's guaranteed. Number three, compassion is key. This is something that I wrote extensively about in my first book, You Can Too. And to me, it's very, it's very important that I understand that each and every single person is going through their own journey. They're going through their own struggles, their own battles, their own victories, their own triumphs. And at the end of the day, most people in my mind are doing their best. So when someone doesn't agree with with something that I agree with, or if I see something going on in the world that is really against my values, first thing I really work hard to do is to tap into compassion and understand like, hey, that person's probably just doing their best and it is what it is, as opposed to me trying to 
get mad at that person, judge that person, make that person wrong or bad. Instead, I try to have compassion for them and understand like, hey, this is a human having a human experience. And at the end of the day, I'm not perfect. So why would I expect this person or this group of people to be perfect? So number three, compassion is key. Number four, control what I can control. There are so many things in life that I have literally zero control over. There's nothing I can do about it. And as a result, I make sure I don't spend any energy worrying about those things. Much easier said than done. And I still fall victim to it from time to time. But ultimately, I always come back to what can I do? And when I focus my energy on the things that I can control, that allows me to actually get things done as opposed to worrying about things that I can't change at all. And what happened many times in my life, and let me know if this resonates with you, but there may be something that you're trying to change, but you have no direct impact on making that change happen. For me, this happened with family members, especially my mom, and realizing that the only thing I could control at the end of the day are my own thoughts, words, actions. And anything outside of that, I have zero control over. And when I am present to that, it allows me to stay grounded in what I can and cannot do, which ultimately allows me to have a lot more peace. So number four, control what you can control. Number five, make the most important thing the most important thing. Here's what I mean by this. You have many things going on in your life, and I know there's many things in my life that I want to accomplish. However, in order for me to make progress each and every day is by making the most important thing the thing I actually focus on the most in that present moment. Meaning, if I tell myself, like, hey, my podcast is the most important thing to get done this morning, then that means I am doing everything Focus on completing the podcast at a high level, as opposed to if I tell myself that, hey, my podcast is the most important thing, yet I'm thinking about what am I going to do for dinner and when am I going to go shopping at Whole Foods? Well, hey, now my thoughts, my mind, my energy are on food and not on the most important thing in that moment, which is the podcast. So I make sure I organize myself in such a way where it is allowing me to put my focus solely on the most important thing. And the last thing that I'll speak about this is that when I do the most important thing first thing in the morning or as my number one priority, I feel a sense of accomplishment right when it's done. And I know what it feels like to put something off, put something off, put something off just to be upset about it and have more anxiety build up throughout the day. So when you make the most important thing the most important thing, you do it first and you do it focused. Number six, take time to breathe. (sighs) It is so easy for me to get wrapped up in all of the different things that I need to get done, the conversations I need to have, the people I need to reach out to. And if I get lost in that, I'll find myself just constantly holding my breath and my chest being tight. And when I can notice that happening, That's when I take the time to take a deep breath and just breathe. Because when I breathe, I slow myself down. 
I get out of my sympathetic nervous system, that fight or flight, and I get into that parasympathetic nervous system where I can be much more grounded and even focused at that moment. So understand, if you find yourself rushing from thing to thing or you find yourself feeling very anxious, take time to breathe. Our body needs great deep breaths on a day-to-day basis. And it's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day grind that you can literally forget to breathe deeply and intentionally. So my invitation to you is every day, take time to intentionally breathe. Number seven, celebrate my wins. One of my biggest problems that I had for years is that I would never celebrate my own victories. As a result, I wouldn't actually see myself in the highest way possible. I would think of all the things that I haven't done and how that makes me some type of quote unquote failure as opposed to recognizing all the things I have done up to that point in my professional life, in my personal life, to realize like, wow, I've come a long way. I'm on the right path. I'm growing. I'm getting better. I'm making an impact. So for me, now each and every day, I take time to celebrate at least one win because I have a win every single day. And I guarantee you that you also have a win each and every day. But it's so easy to focus on what we don't have and what we're not doing as opposed to focusing on what we have accomplished and what we are doing. So understand that that is built into your DNA. You're always going to look for the negatives because back in the day, focusing on the negative things is what kept you alive. However, today we don't have the same problems that we had in the past in regards to what's keeping us alive or what threats are out there, but understand it is still woven in your DNA to focus on the negative things. And if you let your mind go there consistently, it is only going to allow you to show up as a shell of yourself. So take the time to celebrate your wins because that lets you know that you are on the right track. So number seven, celebrate my wins. It has been a huge one. Number eight, move every day. I think it is so important for each and every one of us to sweat each and every day. Find a way to challenge your body, whether that is as far as doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, running a marathon, something wild, or if it's as simple as going for a walk outside. All movement matters, and it's so important that you're doing the movement that works for you. For me, I understand how much my mood is impacted by the amount that I move, how my body feels, depending on how much I'm moving, how my outlook is on life when I'm consistently getting movement in. So I make sure that I do it each and every day, and I do it in a way that honors my body, honors my temple, my physical being, because it is so important and it is such a gift. All of your organs are able to work and do what they need to do because you're getting movement in. So the healthier you want to be, the more important it is that you are continuously moving in a way that works for you. Number nine, meet people where they're at. Again, another huge lesson that I learned from my mom's untimely death and and where, where our relationship was at that time where 
I tried to get her to make a bunch of changes that I thought she needed to make and that I knew would help her. But the problem was I never met her where she was at. I never checked in to see what she was willing to do, what she was capable, not capable of doing, but what she was mentally capable of doing. And I think that's something I see a lot in the world of like, it's just so easy to be upset with somebody when we're not meeting them where they're at, where we want more out of them than they might want for themselves. And understand each and every one of us are on our own journey. So if we understand that, that puts us in a position to look at another person and just be like, hey, like, you're running your race. However I can help you, I'll help you in that, from that spot, as opposed to having these other expectations for them that they don't even have for themselves. So I think it's important for each and every one of us as human beings to meet others where they're at. And that's in a healthy relationship where you are collaborating with that person, right? You love that person, living with that person, whatever it is. Meet that person where they're at and watch how much more peace you have in your life. Number 10, and this is a great one to talk about right after meeting someone where they're at. Number 10 is have healthy boundaries. Being able to say no to the things that you don't want to do, can't do, or not willing to do is a game changer. Being able to set boundaries and let people know what those boundaries are and have them respect them really puts you in a place to preserve your peace, to be able to flow in the world with a lot more ease. Yet when we don't have healthy boundaries with others, that's when people will typically do something that may be encroaching on our own peace of mind and our own happiness and our own, you know, personal bubble, if you will. But the only way that that person knows that they've crossed a boundary is if you let them know what those boundaries clearly are. So creating boundaries is an extremely, extremely, extremely important part of my life because it allows people to know what's allowed and what's not allowed in our dynamic and in our relationship. So number 10, have healthy boundaries. Number 11, and 11 is my favorite number in the world. It's my first sports number, and I'm born on October 11th. So of course, we got to take some special time for number 11 on my life lessons list is that make sure you tell your close ones that you love them. Let the people who are closest to you in your life, who you share time with, space with, and love with, know that you love them. It's so easy to let days, weeks, months, maybe even years go by without telling a, a friend or a relative how much you really appreciate them, how much you love them. And I know every time that someone's reached out to me and let them let me know how much they loved me, it created an instant shift in my being. And it really shifted it for the better. So understand that, again, going back to the lesson of life is now, you never know when you're going to have the opportunity to tell a person that you love them. So be present and allow yourself to say it to your closest ones as often as possible. 
Number 12, take time to do things that I love. I make it a priority to have leisure time, to have hobbies, to go out and do the things that make me happiest because it's a, point, it's a part of life. Part of life is being able to enjoy it. And I understand that you can't know the downs without the ups, but understand it's important to have the ups. And it's so important to take time for yourself, for your life, and ultimately put you in a position to do the things that really fill your cup. So lesson number 12 is to, again, take time to do the things I love because it's that important. Number 13, explore. There is so much world out there, and I'm so grateful, extremely grateful, that I've been able to travel to different places around the world. To me, being able to explore and check out new cities, new cultures, new states, new countries, it broadens my perspective on life. And the more people, the more cultures that I come into contact with, the better understanding I have for my own life, my own path, because it reaffirms it each and every time. Now, that's a form of external exploration. There's also the internal exploration, and I know how important it is for me to explore my thoughts, explore how I'm feeling, explore my emotions, explore the actions I'm taking, because by going on that internal exploration and really reflecting on it, it allows me to keep track and notice, like, hey, am I living in alignment with what's most important to me, or am I falling short of that, and do I need a course correct? So exploration for you can look many different ways, but I would definitely take time to focus on exploring literally the world around you and the world within you. Lesson 14, take time to learn. Paul Check, I've heard him say this so many times. I don't know if it's his original quote or if he got it from someone else, but I heard him say, don't let your schooling get in the way of your education. Meaning, don't let your learning stop right after school. Find time to explore and learn about subjects that are important to you. Keep sharpening your skills, sharpening your craft. Be in a position to just learn more about the world around you, the world within you. I really think lesson 13 and 14 of exploration and learning go hand in hand because when we explore, we learn so much. And the more we learn, the more we want to explore in life. So please, 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 please take the time to learn about those that you're interested in, about a variety of subjects that pique your interest, and about yourself because you're constantly growing and evolving. So it's so important that you're taking the time to learn. Number 15 of the 33 life, or excuse me, 34, 34 life lessons thus far is Embrace the challenges that life throws at me. Like I said, I can't understand the quote-unquote good moments without the quote-unquote bad moments. And I understand that every time I'm challenged, every time I'm going through something difficult, that's my opportunity to learn and grow. And it's only through these challenges that I really get the opportunity to rise above and become a better version of myself. It can be overwhelming at times when the challenges seem 
too frequent or too daunting. However, it is those types of tests and challenges that allows me to become closer to my highest self. And I believe it's the same for you. So embrace the challenges that life brings you and understand that it is a prime opportunity to grow. Number 16, get eight hours of sleep each and every night. Sleep is crucial. It's fundamental. It is how your body recovers. And I know for me, eight hours is that sweet spot. Anything under that, I can start to feel a little groggy and have a little bit of brain fog the next day. However, for you, it might be different. It might be closer to seven. Whatever that number is, strive to get it each and every night because the harder you work, the harder you actually have to work to recover because it is that important. Number 17, be my word. It is so important that I keep my word to myself first and foremost and to the people that I'm involved with and the people that I interact with. Number 18, understand that I am not my thoughts. I don't know if this ever happens to you, but do you catch yourself getting into a rabbit hole of just thinking about a bunch of stuff and you think that every single thing that you just said about yourself is true? Understand, probably isn't. The thoughts that we come up with in our head are simply that. They are only thoughts. They're not facts. They're not necessarily always true. So this is extremely important when you find yourself using your word against yourself. When you find yourself thinking in a way that it's only going to take you further away from being the person that you want to be. Understand that you are not your thoughts, that you are a human being having a thought, and that as a human, you're going to have whatever crazy number it is of thoughts each and every single day. So don't just identify with your thoughts know how to roam through it, know how to understand what's actually true and what's actually not, and operate from there. Because when you realize that you're not your thoughts and that you can master your thoughts and how you perceive your thoughts to be, how you relate to your thoughts, you're going to live life on a high level each and every single time. Number 19, have fun. <laughs> this is something that I can forget to do time to time still today, where I'll just get so caught up in my work or whatever thing that I have going on in the moment that I forget to have fun with it. And at the end of the day, the majority of things that I do, thankfully, are fun activities. Like it's fun to work out for me. It's fun to work with clients. It's fun to learn and to explore and do all these things. Yet, if I'm not present to that and my thoughts are coming up in my head that are, telling me that something is a drag or that it's taking too long or that it should be a certain way, that's when I realize I'm not having fun. So for you, highly recommend just taking time and putting aside time in your schedule to have fun, dance, sing, play a sport, talk with a friend, do something that's fun because that is so important and such an important part of the human experience. So number 19, have fun. Number 20, I am what I put in my body. What does that mean? That whatever fuel that I'm putting into my body is going to dictate what I get out of it. 
this is why food is so important to me, why I try to eat as best that I can based off of what I have access to, which thankfully I have the privilege of having access to some of the best food around. And I think it's so important for me to understand if I want to be a high performer, if I want to feel great, if I want to have a long life, God willing, I'm doing everything on my part to eat the best foods possible to sustain this body. What I put into it is going to dictate what I get out of it. And the same is true for you. Depending on what type of food you're eating, what type of water you're drinking, all of that is going to have a huge impact in how you experience your life. And if you want to experience it at a high level, I recommend you really focus on buying the best food and water that you can afford. And it will make a profound difference in your life. I guarantee it. Number 21 of my life lessons. And this one came to me, I would say in my early 20s, like right after graduating college. And that is that no one owes me anything. Nobody. Nobody owes me a damn thing. They don't owe me any favors. They don't owe me any support. No one owes me anything. I'm grateful for when I get it and I get a lot of love and support, but I understand that no one owes me anything. And because of that, when I keep a peace of mind, or excuse me, when I keep the frame of mind that I'm not expecting from other people or from other entities, groups, whatever it may be, it allows me to understand again that I'm in control of what I can control. And that is it. Number 22, what people think of me is none of my business. Something that I used to struggle with when I was young was people's thoughts about me, people's perception of me. And I found that I would try to do a lot of people pleasing because of that. However, since I've realized over time and learned that what someone thinks of me is literally none of my business, it allows me to focus my thoughts and controls and everything that I do around myself and am I living in alignment with my principles and my values as opposed to living in such a way where I'm making everyone else happy or I'm caring about what everyone else thinks. And depending on how that shows up in your life, if you can reframe how you look at the way other people think of you, even the people that are closest to you, your mom, your dad, your, your siblings, friends, all of that, understand that what they think is not your business and that's okay. And instead, put your focus on you and what you can control. Number 23 is that I am not a machine. There's so many things I want to do. There's so many things I try to get done. Yet, if I don't take time to rest and take breaks, I'm going to crash. And one of the biggest problems that I saw was that I had this machine mentality where I thought I could just go, 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 where in reality, I always get to a certain point where I would crash or more lightly just lose a certain amount of performance. And as a result, I wouldn't get the outcome that I was looking for. So for you, understand, you also are not a machine. So because of that, make sure you get rest. Make sure you take time for yourself because it is that important. Number 24 is that 
I realized that I am capable of great things. I have been an entrepreneur for over eight years now, going on nine years. I have wrote a book. I have trained some amazing people from professional athletes to executives to large law firm partners. And it's it's great to see that I'm capable of a lot and that I'm capable of being great and I've shown what greatness is for myself and that it's something I can always reach for if I so choose. And what I think I used to do is I used to hold myself small because I wouldn't, again, like I said earlier, wouldn't celebrate my wins. And because of that, I wouldn't recognize and have proof of all the great things that I'm capable of. So for you, I highly highly, highly recommend taking time to realize the amazing things that you've done up to this point of your life and understand that you are capable of great things because you've already done them. When you're able to look at the things you've done in the past, you can use that as proof that you can do it again in the future. So understand you're capable of great things and a lesson I truly embody is that I I'm capable of great things as well. Number 25, it's okay to feel down. You're not always going to be happy. I know I'm not always going to be happy. I'm not always going to be in a great mood. And that's okay because, again, I'm a human being. And like I said earlier, the only way to really truly appreciate the highs is by also experiencing the lows. And I know what it feels like to be down. I know what it feels like to be sad. I know what it feels like to be angry. All of the different emotions. And all of them are okay. And all of them are there to teach me something and allow me to grow from. So for you, understand, it's okay to feel down. It's not going to be good vibes only all the time. It's simply not. Because you're a human being, I'm a human being. And as a result, it's all good. Number 26, and this one is something that, uh, this could honestly be number one for me, and that it is that I am responsible for my health and my well-being. It is completely up to me to dictate how healthy I'm going to be, how well I'm going to feel on a day-to-day basis. I'm the person that has to reconcile my own thoughts. I'm the one who chooses the words that I choose. I am the one who chooses the actions that I take. And I understand that all three of those aspects are a huge part of my health and well-being. And if I want to be healthy and I want to be well, I understand that it has nothing to do with anybody but me. And that is extremely empowering. So for you, I highly recommend that you realize that you are 100% responsible for your health and well-being, nobody else. And that is the ultimate way that you can take control of your life. Number 27, one of the biggest lessons I've learned thus far in life is that I can't help someone who doesn't want to be helped. No matter how bad I want someone to be healthier, to change aspects of their life, to grow, to transform, none of that matters if that person doesn't want my help. And I used to have a habit, especially when I first started getting healthier, feeling better, that I would want to like make everyone else do it too, right? 
Instead of it being you can to, it was like you have to. And it typically didn't resonate. So now by learning it in difficult ways, I now understand that it is upon me to make sure that I'm only helping someone if they have asked for my help or if they are open to my help. And if they're not, I simply leave it alone because that's all I can control at that point. So you can't help someone that you do not want to help. Number 28, and this is one I realized by writing my book, and that is that most things are much simpler than I think they are. I've wanted to write my book since 2017, and I didn't really start working on it until 2021. And the reason behind that is because I, I made it seem so much more confusing and daunting than it actually was. And as a result, I procrastinated on it. It wasn't until a good friend showed me his framework that he's used to help him write his books and help others write their books that I started to realize like, wait, this is a lot simpler than I thought it would be. And I got it done in literally four months. So it shows me that when I understand that something can be simple and that I don't have to overconfuse it, that I can have success and get it done quickly. And that's not only for the book, that's for most things in my life. And I venture to say that you also have the ability to see that. Number 29, we're winding down. We are in our last six. So 29 is that we are much more similar than we are different. Here's what I mean by this. There is so much messaging in the world that I see today that's aimed to pull us apart, to have us against each other, to make it you versus me, my group versus that group, where in reality, we're all really on the same team. We all know what it's like to feel joy, to feel sadness. We all know what it's like to love, to be loved to be passionate about things, to be scared, confused. Like we all enjoy this human experience and we enjoy this human experience together. Yet it's when we get caught up in the narratives that we are different from each other that actually rips us apart. So when I remember that I'm much more similar than I am different with people, even with people that I disagree with, again, that allows me to have more compassion for them. It allows me to be more understanding and it allows me to treat people with dignity and respect. And it allows, what allows this to happen is me understanding that we are more similar than we are different. So I, I, I invite you to meditate on that one and see what comes up for you. Number 30, we're dialing into the last five of the most important life lessons I've learned thus far, 34 of them, for my 34 years of life, and number 30 is that success is defined by me. I define what makes me successful. I define what accomplishments are important. I'm who gives meaning to those things. It's not society. It's not my friends and family. It's not pop culture. It is me. And when I started to embody that, again, I stopped thinking about what other people thought of me or what other people thought 
was the right thing to do for me and instead got clear on what I thought was best for me. And I continue to live that. And it gives me a lot of peace knowing that I define my success. I create the rules around that. And ultimately, I know the steps to get there. So when I am creating my own success, when I'm defining my own success, it again allows me to have more clarity and peace of mind going forward. So I highly, highly, highly recommend that you take time to define what success is for you. Number 31, the only constant is change. Like it or not, life is constantly shifting, changing, evolving around us. And as a result, I understand that I'm constantly changing. I'm constantly growing into the ultimate version of myself, the highest version of myself. And when I am not attached to the world being a certain way, to the people around me being a certain way, to anything being a certain way, it gives me a lot more peace. It provides me the freedom to move in a way that's going to allow me to stay aligned with what's most important. As I embody that things are only ever changing, that's what allows me to flow more in life, to be more resilient, to overcome hard things as they inevitably come up. So understand that the only constant is change, and that means that you get to change as well if you desire to keep up. Number 32, authenticity is key, baby. Authenticity is key, that I get to be myself. And that's all I ever get to be is myself. Again, I'm constantly growing, changing, evolving, and at the same time, I'm me. And there's gonna be some people that love that, there's gonna be some people who dislike it, and it again, it's all good, because it's none of my business. It's only when I am not being authentic to myself that I feel at my worst. And it can be very easy for me to get off of my path if I'm not present to what's most important to me and how I want to show up in the world. So I understand that each and every day I get to be authentic. I get to share the things that are on my heart, talk about the things that are most important to me and be in a position to understand that I am who I am. And that's amazing. And it's also amazing for you. Number 33, focus on the process, not the destination. When it comes to goals, it's so easy to look far out in the future as opposed to focusing on what needs to happen right now to hopefully get to that future place. I understand that the process is what gotten me to where I am today. I understand that it's the process where I learn and grow. I understand the process is the journey, and it's so important to enjoy the journey every step of the way and understand that all of it is necessary to get to where it is that I want to go. And instead of being focused on the goal, the outcome, the destination, it is focusing on am I doing the things day in and day out to hopefully get to where it is that I want to go. And that provides me with so much peace of mind. So again, focus on the process, focus on the journey, not the destination. And last one, number 34, is to love life. Love life. 
Love is such a broad term. Life is such a broad thing. It is going to throw so many different curveballs and opportunities for joy and sadness and just every emotion. And God, just love it all. All of it has so much to teach us. There's so much to experience. There's so much to feel. There's so many things to do. And at the same time, there's like such simplicity of knowing that, at least from as far as I know, I have one life. I get to live the most of it right now, each and every day, because tomorrow's not guaranteed. Next hour is not guaranteed. And as a result, I want to be present. I want to tell the people I love that I love them. I want to show myself love. And I want to just continue to be the best version of myself that I possibly can be and help others do the same. I appreciate you taking the time to be in my life, to listen to some of the things that I have to say, to watch me on my speed walking journey. It's been an incredible ride so far. I'm super grateful to have made it to 34. I know that there's so many that won't, that haven't, you know, friends that I've lost in the past. And it's just a a constant reminder that, man, like, God, I have so much to be grateful for and all of that. So I appreciate you. I honor you. And I hope at least one of these lessons that I've gone through in my first 34 years can help serve you in the rest of your life. Appreciate you. And as always, you can too.